Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about Shang-Chi and what if also. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and get this thing going. What's up, y'all? It's Ron. This is Dylan. Hi. Uh, so we're going <laughs> to... Yeah, boy. Damn. Got him. See, see, I got to beat you to it. I'm Michael, by the way. Uh, we gotta, I got to beat Ron to it. Uh, well, look, I do look, it you the said outro because they know my name. In you the said intro. it at the top, right? Yeah, you said That's it at the top. I'm saying. They should know who I am by the bottom. Well, they've skipped this part. Is that a... Just like, <laughs> you what? Bottom now, yeah. <laughs> mm, mm. Drake. It sounded like you said they should know you by your boy. bottom. And, uh, we don't talk about Drake anymore. No, we he's canceled. But he, but he fired shots at Kanye. Well, and now Andre 3000 is all into this. Andre 3000 is pissed that they're bringing him into it. You see this? Yeah, I saw. I, saw. I love it. Uh, anyway, uh, we're going to talk about all sorts of stuff, including Drake and Kanye. No, we're not. Um, but anyway, before we go further into this, we're going to go ahead and uh, make sure that we always remember our pickle. Pickle. Oh. Of the week. Cool. <laughs> uh, my pickle of the week is a trade. Ooh. From That I'm sure not, uh, not every store got, but we got three of them. From Caliber Entertainment. Go, 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 uh, no, nope. oh. no, HP Lovecraft Dagon. It's an adaptation of the HP Lovecraft story. Dagon is the uh, fish god of the uh, the deep ones. Um, and I do love these Alan Moore adaptations, so come check it out. Would have ordered it. Yep, it's cool. Oh, well, and I got to, I got to flip through it today when I was there. Um, but come come pick it up at the clear like at the very least. Liddy. Uh my pickle of the week is a twofer, technically. Twofer. Uh, it's me you love in the dark. Uh yes. number one, second print. because uh, I have not read it yet. So pick up the second print if you haven't read it. And I'm also picking number two, because that's also out. So go 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 get them both. Go nice. pick both of those up. Yeah, the art in those books looks really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm super excited for uh, to read it. I got it. I got it with me. Somewhere. Somewhere around here. Mm-hmm. Mine is a graphic novel from TC Comics called <gasps> Whistle. Whistle. Oh, what? Gotham yeah. City Hero. It's by E. Lockhart, who is actually, she's going to do a live stream with us before DC switched up their whole thing. You know, oh. You know how it goes. And <laughs> Manuel, Manuel Pritano, who did the art for Oracle Code, which I really liked. Um, it's like, so this is within the DC universe, but it's a new character. It's about this girl who, uh, is like in desperate need of some money for her mom's medical bills and stuff. And then so she contacts like an old friend of the family or relative or something who is like kind of like a black mask level uh, influencer in Gotham City. And he opens a lot of doors for her, gets her some money. But then um, she's attacked by Killer Croc. And after the attack, she somehow develops the ability to talk to animals. Oh, okay. okay. And uh, But it turns out that this guy who helped her and saved her mom is also like pretty evil. So she's struggling with, like, you know, keeping that door open to keep helping her sick mother or, like, saving her community. Do you it's have it? Good. Yeah, I have it. Me, well, not here. Me, oh. It's downstairs. Oh, wait, all right. I'm going to grab it. Dylan, they're coming for you. What's happening? Dylan, they're coming for you. Dylan, what's behind you? What's happening? <laughs> I see there's police outside Dylan's window. I saw it. That's it. All right, too. All right guys. All uh, that's it's been real. <laughs> we'll we'll see y'all next week. Uh, peace the out. Candyman finally got him. Oh, Candyman, 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 Candyman. You that's gotta four. stop, baby boy. Eddie did it in the bathroom. Stop at the at the Eddie's movie. Eddie's a fool. And Eddie's dead now. 
<laughs> who was who was I texting earlier? Rest in pieces. <laughs> oh no. Um, but anyway, Ron, you got some number ones for us this week? Oh Lord, yeah, I got them. Uh, let's run through these things. Uh, run, run through it. Uh, Last Flight Out, uh, Maze Book, Black Manta, Green Lantern, Annual, Suicide Squad Annual, Army of Darkness, 1979, uh, Extreme Carnage Toxin, uh, Kazar, 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 Lord of of the Savage Land, Marvel Tales, Kazar, uh, Bountiful Garden, uh, Dancing with the Dragon, Dead Box, Nine Stones, and Search for Hugh, or Who. Either one. That search for who looks pretty good. It does look really good. I have that one too. I'm read that. Aftershock Steady puts out like books that at, at least look interesting. Yeah, like if they're done, they're not always good, but they always look like. Oh, I wonder what this is. Yeah, and Aftershock is what a bad too. idea wants to be. I feel like if hundred percent. Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. Vault, I, Vault they, as well. Uh, Vault and Aftershock. Not, no, Vault has some decent books too. Yeah, they do. Vault has um. There's a book out this week called the last the last book you'll ever read. Yep, that looks good. That was pretty good. I'm looking forward to from Vault that uh, World of Darkness, uh, Vampire the Masquerade, Werewolf crossover. But that's like uh, yeah. that. That's my yeah. my jam. Also, the Loki omnibus came out today. It did. It did. That's very beautiful. Point, unfortunately, it's all the classic Loki journey to mystery stuff. Get the origin. Yes, Get the origins. But uh, this is the part of the show where we would like to remind everyone to please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It really helps us out, and it helps new people find the show. It also helps us achieve our 2020 goal, 2021 goal, whoops, of getting Rotten Tomatoes verified. Once we hit 200 reviews, we will start affecting the rankings of the films that we review. So do us a favor and go do it. So let's get into our events. Um, I want to thank everybody for coming out to Shredder. The Keyforge event. It was amazing. Um, it was that we we tore up every single card in the decks. It was great. Oh my lord, that one, dude. So <laughs> so the event is really crazy. So you basically convert three cards in your deck to be shredders, right? That, right, right. that yeah, act yeah. as the shredder. This one guy, uh, shout out Dexter, if you listen. Uh, he he was being real aggro round one. And he shredded 16 of his opponent's cards in the first round. There's only 36 cards in your deck. Okay. Yeah. So wow. it, it it got it got pretty wild. Uh that, that guy who had 16 shredded, uh, at the end of the third round, he only had shredders left in his deck. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all he had. Because you can't shred the shredders. So <laughs> it was it was what great. Insane. Dude, what it was great. It was a really great fan made format. Not something you do all the time, but uh, sure. even the people that were like, oh, I don't know about tearing up the cards, had a great time. And it's fine with Keyforge because every deck is unique and you right, can't yeah, you can't mix so you a match. So replace, yeah, for sure, for sure. Right, exactly. So w- nobody's playing with good stuff. Um, right. But so uh for further events, uh on September 17th, we have Keyforge again. Perfect uh these events are all good for beginners as well. So if you're interested in learning, come check it out. Uh, we might be doing a learn to play on a Saturday afternoon sometime as well, led by one of our players, John. He's really interested in uh, getting some new people in. But this Saturday, not this Saturday, this Friday, this no, next Friday, the 17th uh, at 7 p.m., we have Key Forge uh, at the Clear Lake location, and we're going to be doing two-deck survival. Uh, the gimmick with that is that no houses can be shared between your two decks. So six completely different houses makes you put a little bit of thought into your deck choice. Um, and 
I don't know about paint night yet. It's either going to be the 25th Steel? or October 2nd. Well, Dang, son. I mean, shout out to, uh, shout out to our distributor. Yeah. Um, yeah. Steady giving me problems. Um, well, like I don't, that. I don't know what the plan is, so we're going to see. Uh, also I know Katie is going to be doing one at some point. Um, but we're going to be uh, doing one either the 25th uh, of September or the 2nd of October, depending on the Selena thing. I don't know what's going to be involved with the Selena thing, if that's going to be an all-day deal um, or if we can do an evening event. But that's all I've got. <laughs> I got one. One? This Friday. Come come read the uh, Baby Boy Book Club books. Oh, oh, she's back with the name? No, I just whatever. Oh. It's fine. Uh, yeah, we're reading Reckless and Fear Agent. Uh, so come out. It's gonna start at seven thirty. I feel uh, like I've read Fear Katie, Agent at the Katie store. Uh, we're gonna have probably a good amount of food and some good people. So come come hang out and, and chit chat about some books. I have read Fear Agent. That's a good book. Uh, sure. I pull up the cover and I was like, oh I'll yeah, leave, I remember I'll this. leave my uh, remarks for Friday. Okay. Wow. Okay. Ron's gonna Ooh. keep you, keep you in suspense. There we go. Yes, it's a good time. D- Dylan, on. I have a live sale tonight. What? Seven p.m. on Facebook.com. A regular, regular Bedrock City page. Um, we have not a lot of high dollar books, but a lot of good bundles and cheaper books. There are some nice. good high, high dollar ones. There's a, there's a Hulk 180 CGC 9.0. That is the first Wolverine. Um, we have a X Men 266 first Gambit. We have a what if number 10. That's the first what if Jane Foster wielded the hammer of Thor. ASM4 for Silk, first Red Guardian, stuff like that. Nice. This, 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 there are some good keys in there, but you know, it's a more a more chill show. Right. Um, nothing nothing wild. Exactly. And this is a, I believe it's a Kevin list show. <gasps> oh. Yeah. So it's going to, we'll have a, someone else in there. We'll see. Is it me? It's Ron. <laughs> Um. Yeah, Ron is now uh, being then, voluntold. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then on September twenty fifth, in a couple weeks, three weeks or so, um, is the launch of our Selena book. We have put in our final order for it. We blew through a ton of them when we ordered it. Now we had to put in some more, um, before a certain date. So now what we have is what we have. Um. So we truly will sell out soon. I think, like for real, this time. Uh, right, and I believe there will be a. Sorry, Michael's cat distracted me. A, <laughs> a foil cover exclusive in stores, not online, at all the Bedrock City stores. Ooh, and that'll be a little bit more. It'll be like thirteen dollars or so. Nothing crazy though. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Pretty much, there's a couple other things in the works, but that is what we're talking about. That is exciting. I'm very excited. There's a, I'm not sure what the event will entail. I think it's just going to be a low key. It's not like a real event. You can come in anytime. There's going to be a little display, maybe some food. Probably a lot of people coming to pick up the yeah. books. Yeah, um, for sure. I would expect uh, a line. I, it's kind of complicated because so the the people who did the voter registration at Free Comic Day, right? The lady came back in like before the like a you know a week ago and they're like hey can i come to your selena event and i was like what selena event yeah and they were like well i saw it right here and she pulled up like a nbc article about it like on click to houston saying we had like a selena event and i was like oh okay and i created an event page on our facebook 
which is the release date. But I wasn't trying to do like a whole midnight launch party. Right. You're not, not trying to make it a whole thing. Yeah. But I guess but it is a whole thing. You know what? I did, it's I did it's look a big into, deal. It is. Yeah. And I did look into Selena uh, tribute artists, but they are uh, a little, little outside of our price range. <laughs> Can we just get a Selena cosplay? <laughs> Ron, dress up. Ron, come on. Oh, I got you. Hit I the mean, rodeo gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Learn, learn a number. I'll take care of it this weekend. I'll, I'll let y'all know. Ron, Ron I, I have the, on Good Authority, Ron knows all the steps to Beady Beady Bum Bum. He does. It's my favorite song. We'll, yep. we'll, we'll buy you the wig and the outfit. You just gotta show up, okay? Oh, you are, if you're doing all the hard work for me, yeah, easy. Cool. You gotta shave, though. I'm sorry? It's gotta all be gone. You gotta shave. Uh, no, one will, no one will believe it if you have a beard. I'm gonna wear a mask because it's COVID. They see, there you ah, go. Got him. It's gotta be sparkly though. It has you to think match I your don't boosty. Have a sparkly mask on? <laughs> anyway, um, let's get into um the watch list, shall we? Uh Ron, what'd you watch this week? I started Reservation Dogs. It's interesting. Uh, it's on Hulu. It's a comedy. Oh, I didn't realize that was out. It's about about a group of kids. Yeah, I think I think it's all out at this point. Um, I don't know if they like dropped it all at once or not, but um, yeah, it's interesting. I'm I'm liking it for the most part. I wish it was a little more funny, but it's not. I guess my humor. Sure. Uh, but I'm I'm liking it for for the most part. I don't know if I'll finish it or not though. But I dug I dug the three episodes I watched. So we'll see. I, I need to watch that, it. Uh, nothing else. Been been a sleepy boy this week, bro. Same. I got a, I got a headache since Sunday. It's fantastic. I feel you on that one, hey. dude. Well, I hit my head on a pig, so that was. Oh no! Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> on a pig? Egg, egg. <laughs> Who a pig? Egg, like a like a, a <laughs> classic, <laughs> classic. Wrong. Got it. Got it. A hook like like Candyman. Uh, you, not not a Candyman. Candyman. I, I did bleed a little bit. So that, was, that was fun time. Oh no! Did you say who a peg when you hit your head? I, I should have. <laughs> <should've had. laughs> just... that's, that's old school. That's old school, Ron, right there. That's that a, is good. Oh, yeah, that's so too. good. Yeah, that too. That's so too. good. Yeah, I love yeah. it. I didn't uh, even do that. That's which is the funny part. <laughs> you yeah, did that one time, Ron. <laughs> oh <laughs> man. Anyway, yeah. Moving, moving on. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I only watched Shang Chi. Uh, as far as movies go, um, okay. uh, the we had a AEW pay per view on Sunday, which I will talk about in the news because a bunch of stuff happened there. I watched that; it was great. Um, saw the best tag team match I've ever seen in my life. Um, Mind blowingly good match. Um, but as far as movies, I, I think Shang Chi was it. Okay. Well, that's a lie. That you know what I lied. I watched. Uh, I got my 4K in of Bird with the Crystal Plumage, the first Dario Argento film, and I watched that. I mean, to see how the transfer was, because I just watched it not that long ago. So I kind of like watched it while I was doing other stuff, but it looks really, really good. If you haven't picked up the Arrow 4K, I would recommend it to the listeners that like Giallo. <laughs> all two of you. I that's all I got. watched. Did I talk about Only Murders in the Building last week? Mm, I don't think so. Okay, I don't. I have no concept of time. I don't know when I've talked about things, but I have it. Apologies if I did. Uh, but the first three episodes are out. It's a Hulu murder mystery. Um, it stars Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. 
What? Selena <laughs> Gomez, dude. <laughs> what a cast. Sign me up. That's wild. I'm here for it. The Three Musketeers. And uh apparently it's about these rich New York elite people who live in like a fancy like uh apartment building. Um and one of them someone in the building is murdered and then they're all like fans of murder podcasts. So they think they can solve the mystery. Oh, but, I know what um, you're talking that's about. Amazing. Yeah, but they but they're all like somehow connected to the murder and in ways that they're not telling each other. So it's like a like intricate mystery. Like Selena Gomez's character no ends up turns out she knows the person who was killed, even she's not telling him. And Steve Martin, he's like a ex actor, and we can't we can't ever really tell even as an audience when he's just like reciting his lines from his old show or when he's being genuine. Um, But it's a great cast. It's fantastic. It's really only the three of them. Kind of reminds me of uh, Superhost, the movie we talked about the trailer last week. Because well, yeah, because it's like uh, you know people that are into doing a paranormal podcast or a, a podcast or whatever, and then there's like a creepy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Superhost, by the way, has 92 on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh, okay, I need to watch right. it. We might have to watch Superhost. 18 um, reviews. A 12. It'll work. Okay. <laughs> we we know how long uh, this show is running for. Uh, I don't. Okay. Not sure. I ra- I'd rather watch. I'd rather watch that one. There's only it's, it's there's bold. three when it first came out, and then it's weekly after that. So I'll let you know when it's done. Word. Probably six to nine somewhere around there. Um, but I also started Nine Perfect Strangers, which is also a Hulu show. It stars Nicole Kidman, all the Hulus, Samara Weaving, Melissa McCarthy, Regina Hall. Are you about to cancel uh, your Hulu or something and try to get it all in? No, I'm on Ron's Hulu. Yeah, this is oh, my okay. Hulu, and I'm not canceling it. So, Regina Hall, Luke Evans, Michael Shannon, like a very A-list cast for a TV show. Sure. And it's about it's kind of White Lotus esque. It's about these uh, mostly rich people who go to a resort, but the resort is pretty sketchy. Nicole Kidman is the the leader of this resort. It kind of seems a little culty. Like they take their phones and wa- are watching them on cameras and stuff. And I don't know. I'm not sure where it's going yet, to be honest, but. Hmm. All I know is that Nicole Kidman is playing a Russian and she's just using her Australian accent. Okay. Word. That's interesting. And that's pretty much all I've watched. Cool. All right. Well, I let's did, talk about... I did oh. finally finish First Cow. I'm sorry. The A24 movie. I finished it. First so? I started it a long time ago. I'm done my A24 journey. Was it good? I, ho- I hope to review an A24 movie every week. It was one of the slowest movies I've ever seen. No music. Ooh. With only whispering about a cow. All it's right, exactly well, what it looks like. If you want to watch a slow movie, we're going to go watch Barry Lyndon. All right, Dylan? Huh. I think I'm good on slow movies. First cow maxed me out. I'm sorry. Next year. Okay. We'll go to a midnight screening of Barry Lyndon. If you don't know, go look it up. It's a legendary you, Stanley, you Stanley Kubrick movie. It on the, on it's, a, it's a legendary film and technically very, very impressive. But my God, is it slow. Yeah, I'm good. I don't know how long it is, but it feels like it's six hours. Jeez. <laughs> I was probably like two. I don't really know. But uh, anyway, let's talk about what if first before we do Shang-Chi. I feel like that's the, the bigger review here. So what if this week? Uh, well, if you listen to this on Wednesday last week, uh, or really, you can't listen to it on Tuesday. Uh, so uh, last week was Dr. Strange. Uh, what if he lost his heart instead of his hands? Oh, it's so good. It's this so episode, this episode was really good. This was a it's lot. This was my favorite one. 
same. Also, this was like way darker and more serious than I was expecting out of this show. So let me tell you how I watched this. I watched this last night at 1230 on my my tablet in bed after a very long and stressful week. Martin Scorsese, right? He hates things on streaming. That's he does, you. dude. Wow. I, dude, it was it's so tired. I was so tired, <laughs> and I, I was like not expecting to get this emotionally invested this late. I was expecting, you know, what we've gotten so far, and it was fantastic. It was so good. Um, yeah, it was really good. I I loved it. Yeah, it was a it's a crazy week at work, and I haven't had any opportunity to watch this up until last night. And uh, I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. Yeah, I feel but, like this is the one of the. I feel like this episode was the most what if. Yes. Like this one actually had like there was. What do you mean by there that? Was the, the change from the from the original, and then they actually like had a different, like a whole different movie. If that like a new trajectory true. kind of right. thing. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Like. Yeah. Cause, I mean, we talked about it. We talked about like Captain Carter was pretty much. Cap, First Avenger. I thought and the T'Challa one kind of. The T'Challa too, one though. too, for sure. But then even different. that one, I feel like that one had the heart, but not the story. I guess if that makes sense. Like I loved seeing T'Challa be this person that like the universe loved and stuff. But I feel like it didn't have like a like a full story. And I feel like this one had, I don't know, everything I wanted out of this story. Yeah, it was. Really good. I really, really like but this I'm episode. Uh, yeah, you are, Doc but like, I can confirm yeah. without that. You know, it was it was really good, man. It was my favorite as well. Yeah, um, it did feel a little bit like prologue to. I think we're strange more, too. So it's not a problem. Yeah, I think we're no, more just like Doctor Strange for sure. Like I think even within What If, like I would, it felt like just like the prologue to Evil Doctor Strange, you know. But I think that's okay because it's a show. It's an episode of a show, and we're gonna get more of them, right. you know. Right, but. But I thought it was really. But good. if we did, I'd be fine with that. Hmm, yeah, I guess it wouldn't. I wouldn't say we got a lot of story out of it, though. If we didn't, interesting. Because not a lot happened other than he tried to save Christine Palmer and then didn't. Yeah, but and, went, and was the, and was bad. You had the the stuff with uh, the ancient one, uh, where she split them in half and did that whole thing. And then they fought. I don't know. I thought it was I did like that the entire cast came back this time. There were no uh, fill-ins. That's uh, cool. We had Rachel McAdams, Benedict Cumberbatch. You know the works, Benedict Wong. Um, so that was good. That would have distracted me. I I remember when What If was about to start. There, it still hadn't been confirmed that Benedict Cumberbatch was coming back. Oh, for um, real? Yeah, like they would announce the cast list, and he wouldn't be on it. So everyone kind of assumed he wasn't going to be in the show. Um, kind of like Brie Larson and um, Chris Evans, you know, and Robert Downey. But mm-hmm. it turns out Brie Larson's character didn't talk, and Doctor Strange, he did come back. So I don't know. There you go. I was very happy about that because he has such a distinctive voice. I feel for sure. You know, yeah. um, I don't know. I thought it was fantastic. But yeah, I, 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 I did too. What's what's this week? It's in it zombies. 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 It was apparently everyone was saying it was going to be Party Thor, which I was like, yeah, I, saw that, about. I, I don't want to see that, which was interesting. But then they they swerved us and made it zombies. So I'm very excited for the zombies one. So what what do y'all feel about the uh, the Watcher stuff? 
how he's getting more prevalent in these. I like it. These episodes. I think. I think you. I think it's a waste to not have the Watcher do something. Yep. Agreed. You know, he's going to step in on in the last episode and intervene. You think? You think it's going to get increasingly? Or yeah. Think, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. See him. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know if like every episode is going to up the ante, but like I think the last episode he's going to stop something from happening. Or rewind the clock, or like you know, whatever, he, whatever he's gonna do, whatever he does, yeah, he'll yeah, intervene, sure. yeah, in some capacity. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I liked it. I liked, I liked, I liked all the all the good stuff. It was good. I liked it. Me too. But hey, um, let's talk about Shang Chi. Um, that came out this week, and we saw that in theaters, all of us together, and a bunch of the homies came through, posted oh, it's, up. It's a nice time. Yeah. Um. So we've already we've we've talked about Shang Chi a lot as it has been coming out for a long time. Um, so I think we pre ranked. Well, we'll 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 get to that later. Um, we don't need to get into our hype levels for the movie because we've done it over and over again for almost a year and a half. I feel like. Um, so <laughs> how was Shang Chi? I loved it. I loved it. I I also loved it. I need to see it again to like fully process my emotions and make sure I'm not on like that Marvel high, you know? Right, mm-hmm. same. But I'm like, I'm at the level right now where it was like fantastic top five Marvel for I'm, sure. We are all uh, in agreement. As like, I thing. thought, like, in a completely different way, I love it. Like, I did Black Widow. It's like, but they're just like completely different movies. It's hard to compare them, you know? Mm-hmm. But like, these I solo think, movies are so good. They're so much better than Marvel solo movies used to be, I think. I agree. Know? I think, I think. Shang-Chi is probably the strongest true solo movie. Cause like winter soldier is technically a solo movie, but like, it's really, it's, a, n- it's, it's called captain America winter soldier, right. but really it's not, you yeah. know, I think the closest thing you could compare it to is black Panther. Right. Yeah. And I think, and black Panther is great, but I think this is, this is better than black Panther, better than Ant man. <gasps> I'm, I'm doing it. I'm saying it. Shang-Chi is, Top of no, the it's line, up, it's up there for sure. It's, I, it's exactly. I the story might, I think, might be a little bit. I uh, maybe was a little bit more invested in the story than Black Panthers, but I don't know. They each have different strengths. I mean, you know, I mean, either way, it's a one and a two. You know what I mean? Right. They're, yeah. both, sure, sure, sure. they're both better than everything else. They, they both, they both definitely had the style, different styles, but style of their own, right? Uh, and character. Good, good characters. Good side, side supporting characters. And I'll uh, say, if you if you've listened to the show for any amount of time, um, you might have heard me say I don't really. A lot of times, fight scenes kind of bore me. Like um, mm-hmm. I'm not really into it because I I I am I can't turn my my uh, brain off of like knowing I'm in a movie and there's no real consequences to a lot of these things. Though. Well, yeah, but, but you watch wrestling. I do, I do. Well, that's different. That's different. Um, I, I can I can get into Ow. that. That's, wrestling no, is like no. wrestling is like watching <laughs> anime. Uh, wrestling is like um, not listen, even introduced a third variable. Not which you don't like. Things. Which I don't like. <laughs> there's a, there's a really interesting video from the guy that used to run New Japan comparing wrestling to anime, and it made a lot of sense. Um, but either way, um, I, it's, it's not the fighting itself. It's that. Um, because in wrestling, you know, I know I'm getting a, a built up story and it's going to change week to week. But like for the first two acts of a movie, I know it. I, there's no stakes. I don't care. Um, and, and a lot of the Marvel one on one fights are kind of not exciting to me. 
this, however, I thought the fight scenes were really, really, really strong. Um, they, were. they were they were different. It wasn't. They, they even did this the Marvel gimmick that you always get of you know dudes fighting on top of a train, but it was a bus. Um, and it was, it was cool, still good. Though. It was yeah. cool. Um, I liked it. Um, I thought the fight scenes were really good in this. Um, I I don't know what was different about it. I don't know if I could articulate it. I mean, just the choreography was different. Um, and it also I mean, had it was, that. It was had him the, actually doing his stunts, you know? right? And they did the wire stuff, which is cool. You never see that in Marvel, like that, like the Chinese uh, wire fighting. Oh, sure. You never yeah. see that in Marvel before. Um, they did have a new uh, fight choreographer. His name is Peng Zhang. Okay, who worked on this? Um, what else has he worked on? Do you know? Uh, that might be sure. too hard of a question. Wasn't um, prepared. Yeah. But I think he's the new, you know, like the new thing that we could point to. Okay. You don't I, think they just got, got this for this movie, though? Because I'm, I'm sure this, the fighting in this is different from most Marvel movies. I mean, it's like actual martial arts and stuff. So Right. Maybe that's compared why I liked to, it. I mean, you know. But like, even, even beyond like, that, it was just more interesting to look at, you know? Like, well, sure. It was so different. Like, like, when yeah. they go to when they go to Hong Kong or whatever, like, it's, it felt completely different. I've never been to Hong Kong. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it felt, you know, like, but when they were in, in Madripoor, it just, in whatever we were watching, what, I don't even uh, remember. Was it some, fe- yeah, you know, Soldier. like, it just felt like, I don't know, it could be anywhere. Like, but yeah, this there was felt no like, interesting fighting in that, so, for sure. But, like, um, you know, the, like, the set dressing of, like, Madripoor, for an, a good example of this foreign locale, right, wasn't exciting to me. Um, but this well, Hong this Kong was a thing, real city. So, well, well, yeah, right. I get it wasn't it, but, Hong Kong. I can't remember what the city was. It wasn't so. Hong Kong, but I, I, didn't they say they were? No, it wasn't Hong Kong. Yeah, you're right. It's, I forget. I know they describe it like in the in the real world as like the Vegas, right? But I can't remember what the, the name. Of the they city go is. somewhere in China. Either way is yeah, the yeah. point. I mean, but but what I mean by fictional is like it might as well be fictional to me because I'm probably never going to go there my in my life. You know what I mean? Um, so it's like something completely foreign to me. So I, it is dependent on the filmmaker to impress me and make it interesting and they didn't do that on the on the falcon winter soldier and but man this looked everything popped everything was exciting they designed it like so well it there's something to look at all, all well, the, time. the the um the city that they go to talo i know i know we talked about that a long time ago like with set photos but they like actually built that whole village like they're all just built oh, for it, real you know? Did they really? I forgot that. Clearly, all like the rocks and stuff around it were fake, but like the village itself was like a huge set that they that's that's amazing meticulously built. So I think it paid off because it seemed like a real place, you know. It it felt legit. It felt like um, yeah. Wow. Which is I would this is I would give this is one of the like places where I would give it a win over Black Panther because I feel like I feel like it did a better job of world building like i feel like i don't have a good idea of what wakanda is yet you know sure. i agree I think, with that i think we'll get that more in the next one but like we didn't get to see beyond like the throne room really you know right so, and i th- yeah. i think with black Pan- i think the reason for that is i think they already knew that they were for sure going to do a black panther too and we were going to be sure. revisiting wakanda and i think with this they kind of had to hope that hope there'd be well, a sequel but don't know for certain well, also, um, it's like a whole city. It's like probably more challenging to do right. Wakanda than than this. But I hope we get more. I'm sure we will get more of it in the next one. But and, and also probably like 
uh, with Wakanda being such a tech-based, you know, city, mm-hmm. you don't want to have it have movie one come out and then 10 years later movie two comes out or how many sure. years later and then your tech looks weird and outdated and you got to stick with it yeah yeah true so there's that but either either way i'm not really doing too many spoilers with this i don't think because um I, I i thought the villain was very strong is there much to spoil in this movie i mean is there, I, 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 I mean I the end i guess and i was just like yeah, yeah I mean, you can spoil like, stuff well, yeah, the end stuff, but like, but there's not like, like a Darth Vader, Luke, I'm your father type of spoiler. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry if I spoiled Star Wars for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but, but I no. agree that about the villain, Tony Lung was he was fantastic. Oh yeah, he excellent. Was and you know what? I said this when we came out of the theater. I'd like to see it again to see if I still feel the same way. But I loved their commitment to subtitles. Um, they didn't back yeah. away from it on a lot of the things. The, there's a couple of instances where it's like people from china exclusively and living in china speaking in english but aquafina was also there so maybe right yeah, was just, yeah, maybe that was, was like for her benefit yeah, so it's like sure. but like other than yeah, that she didn't, yeah she didn't know yeah she yeah she but didn't there were speak a lot of subtitles for like a marvel movie i know i, I mean, loved the first, that like 15 minutes was all subtitles i thought that was amazing like yeah, it, was, it was good because you get that in every other movie you know it's like characters that would never be speaking English to each other are speaking English for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. And I loved that. I, I thought, I I thought they really did right by, um, uh, you know, the community standards. I thought that was really great. Agreed. Um, so let's get into the ratings here. Oh yeah. So if you haven't seen Shang-Chi, go see it. Absolutely. What are your favorite characters? I mean, uh, Aquafina. Aquafina was amazing. His sister was amazing. I forget her name. Katie was, really Katie was my favorite too. Darling. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She was good. It was Katie very was Black great. Panther with like Nakia, Shuri, and Okoye. You right. know, like the three. Right. Yeah, like three. Yeah. Like it had really strong female supporting characters. Not Even his supporting. mother. Katie was like, like as much as a movie as song she was. Who's your right. favorite ultra minor character? Mine is Morris. Uh, and that is the, the only guy that, The guy filming on the bus. Yes, yeah, he's great. Making, he's from Spider Man. Yeah, making his return. Hey guys, uh, <laughs> so good. Do you think he'll be in more? I want him to be like. I'm sure he. He's, will. he's the new Stan. He's the new Stanley. Do a flip. Yeah, so <laughs> do good. a backflip. Do a backflip. Uh, but that backflip. I really liked. I think like the biggest one I was surprised about was. I don't know. I liked the actress that played his mother. Her name is Fala Chen. I that was what I was going to say. Just too. very I like. Liked... I don't know. I was just like enamored with her when she was on the screen. You know. Same. Like I just yeah. couldn't take my eyes off her. I want to see her on more stuff. I I love their commitment to this the anime fight they had with him and him and uh him and her towards towards the beginning, like when they first met. Right. Yeah. The fantastic. dance. I love yeah the dance fight. Yeah, it was very. I, yeah, was I very thought that anime. was. I, I loved, loved it. it. I thought it was great. I loved it, dude. And, and I loved at the well, uh, minor spoiler. Uh, when uh, minor Aquaf- spoiler. when Aquafina is describing a fight, she talks about him doing a kamehameha. Like I love that. Oh, it yeah, was great. Sure. Yeah. I was like, oh, cool. Dragon Ball exists. <laughs> that's literally what he did. It's amazing. I know man, this movie was, and I love. I like the special, mo- I like the monster designs too, because like they weren't like they were like w- way more kaiju-y than you would get from a monster. Uh, Natalie brought this up on the way out of the movie. She's like. What? <laughs> they were gross. Like some of them yeah, were kind of gross were. looking. We literally had a kaiju fight. It was fantastic. It, it was great. I, the designs and, were cool though. They were like 
I love unexpected because I had that little cute animal, uh, Morris. That right. no, I love Morris. No face, and then there was that horse with like too much face. Yeah. I loved. You know? I loved the big furry horse thing. The like the the huge like the one. Tiger. That, yeah, the thing the, that they would like ride or whatever. Ride oh, that. Yeah, 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 sure. yeah, I love yeah. that. Whatever that thing is, I thought that was. Great. I did not like that one but, that got in front of their car though. The nine. Creepy. The nine tails fox was, was pretty dope. Oh yeah, there was that too. Yeah, the, yeah. the well, you're talking about like the avatar deer is what it looked like. like I did not. Yeah. The, that it was like, why is that horse staring at me? <laughs> That's a weird like horse. That. It had like too much of a face. It really it there was you a, was a nice so Mor- Morris was great. Um so let's talk about our ratings here. Um we pre-ranked this. Dylan and I pre-ranked it at a nine. Ron at a nine two. Yeah, I did. So who who wants to go first? I'm gonna go Off first. Of, oh, okay. Oh. Real quick, real quick. Lay it on me. So what you got? This I want to solidify it. I need to watch this movie again, but it is definitely top five for sure. It's definitely top five. I think this movie is very special. Uh, I think everybody should go watch it. Don't wait. Don't wait till it get on Netflix. I know. I mean, on H- uh, Disney Plus. I know. I When's talk it coming? A lot of nonsense. Do we know? Not Ron saying that. I know. I know. I talk a lot of nonsense. He talks however, a lot of Ron sense. However, I think y'all should go see this in the movie theaters. I think it's very special. I think it should be seen on the big screen. Uh, I'm I agree. Nine eight. Nine eight. Oh my! Holy God. cannoli, I've, Ronald. I, can't think of it. I mean, if I give it a ten. I'm not gonna do that. I think this movie was very good. Ron, uh, for for clarity, uh, did give Black Panther a nine eight in 2018. That's, that's exactly right. Top and, five. And movies. Dylan, if this, oh well, actually, Dylan, you gave Black Panther a nine. Hyde gave it a you, nine four, and right? I gave, <laughs> and, and I gave Black Panther a nine six. Thank you, Michael. Yeah, for your contribution for the, for the culture. <laughs> wow, I gave it a filthy nine. How dare Horrible. you? How dare you? How dare you? Retroactively, three years ago, we're so mad. Yeah, three years. All right. Um, I'm gonna come in, and knowing knowing come what I know high. now, I mean, I'm. I'm gonna I'm 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 gonna do nine eight. I'm gonna say it is. <gasps> I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it. You know what? Like now, okay. Now, now that would imply that I would give it a five on Letterboxd. Letterboxd is where I rank like all movies. Sure. And this is like you know, power rankings movies. Shang Chi is not a nine out nine out of ten. You know, nine point eight out of ten across all cinema. But with this stuff, I mean, it is though. You got a new scale here. Yeah, I, I was like, "What's what's happening?" <laughs> I mean, I, I've kind of had to evolve it. Like, if I'm gonna give, if I'm gonna start giving these movies nine eights, oh yeah, nine eight. Cool. Is it about as good as this is about as good as a comic book movie can be. Well, Dylan, go ahead, Dylan. No pressure. <laughs> what's your uh, what's your score and why is it nine eight? <laughs> I should have gone first. Because I'm yeah, I'm gonna give it like. a nine two. <gasps> What's so better than Black Panther? So no, it's fine. Whatever. I'm sorry. <laughs> I okay. I only have one complaint with this movie, and it's that the I'm I don't. Hold on, let me, let me put this in a good one. Go ahead. I'm not invested in the motivation of guy is just like misunderstood and uh, is like crazy because of love and you know like doesn't really know what he's doing like that that doesn't really interest me because he he wasn't really acting on his own 
motivations. You know, he was I just get that. misled by something. And that to me wasn't as interesting as like something like Killmonger, you know? I, so, I, I, okay. I get that for sure. Okay. Okay. Uh, further explaining my 9 8. However, I, seeing as I said that Shang-Chi was better than Black Panther, I had to give it a higher score than the 9 6. I had to. That's true. Yeah, but I have to. I will say, I really did love Wen Wu. And I have proof because they announced the hot toy. They announced yes, they did. Before Shang-Chi. Oh, for real. And I was like, why are they doing him? Like, who cares? And then I pre ordered him yesterday. So <laughs> well, there you clearly, go. clearly, he won me. Yeah, over. we, I think, clearly like, ordered the most uh, Wen Wu's out of all the stores. He's up there with Hela and Thanos, I think, and Killmonger. Well, because he's like real, you know, yeah, like no, for he's a he's a real person. And you can believe it up up until a point uh, with Dil- what Dylan was saying. Up until a point, you can like totally see yourself in his motivations, and it's like, all right, all right, you're kind of. I just want him to snap out of it because he seems like a smart dude, you know. Right. And, like clearly, everyone around him. I mean, like, made it oh, seem a bad like idea. the rings. Kind had of some sort of like had some sort of some like, sort of bill some sort of Bilbo Baggins hold on him or something. Yeah, some type of control of his mind. So who knows? I mean, they might they, made, they might touch they, on this. I stuff think later. they tried to make a little too sympathetic at the end too, because he was like a conqueror, you know. Sure, he, he did do. Thing. I mean, but he yeah. still loved his kids though. So yeah, but he loved well, yeah, his kids. Every villain loves his kids. I mean, well, sure. I mean, it, I didn't feel sympathy, but like I felt that. You know, Shang Chi was sad about his father dying. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, true, so. for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's my score. The filthy nine two. He only wanted love. You know, he wanted his kids and he wanted his wife. No matter how many creatures and men, women, and children he had to kill to get it. No matter what, you know, it's his fault. His wife died, blaming Shang Chi for it. It's like you're the one who has all these enemies, and that... he he trained him to fight. He didn't fight Dylan. And you don't have a bunker. At home, like, come on. <laughs> so that makes it our podcast. He was a man of peace. That makes our show score a nine point six. By the way, I'm Word. sorry, I ruined our score. Indeed. Ruined, ruined. Anyway. But anyway, let's let's get into the news. Go see, go go see Shang Chi in theaters. Yes. Are you? Are you? Right. Are you? Uh, by the way, are y'all passively or aggressively correcting people who say Shang Chi? Not at all. I've been saying it wrong for years. That's fine. Him. Also, based on the movie, I'm not clear if it's Shang-Chi or Shang-Chi. Like Shang-Chi. C-H-I-Chi. So, yeah. like, I feel like I'm not on a high horse even. Like, uh, could, yeah, you're not wrong. The certain characters said it in, like, even more authentic ways, I feel like. So, I'm just mm-hmm. going to stay over here with my Shang-Chi and the... It's like Shang-Chi. <laughs> Until someone Sean, corrects me. Sean. Sean. Sean Chi. <laughs> I, lo- um, I love that bit. I liked Aquafina in this movie. She was great, she was dude. So good. We're not. We're done with this movie, but I do feel like she overshadowed it. You think so? I yes. think everyone. Every time he was in a scene with someone else, they overshadowed it. Very interesting. Very interesting. I I don't disagree with that. He wasn't as strong as Chadwick Boseman is, where he could like stand with all those characters. And oh, like, sure, sure, hold sure, his sure, own. Sure, sure. I love Simu Liu, but okay, moving on. We could talk about Shang Chi all night. We could, um, yes, we could, and we will continue because we're going to talk about his box office now. Ooh, get him! Okay, so we have some okay. hard truths. Hard truths to face. Are you guys ready? Uh, no, Let's I'm not ready him. for the hard truths. Let's get him. Okay, so we'll start with the good. It had it broke the record for best Labor Day opening ever. Uh, Labor Day weekend is not a movie weekend. Normally, things don't open on that, but I think it is now. Um, 
because it had a 90 million four-day weekend, a 75.5 million three-day weekend, so it made some money on Monday, you know? It's good. Um, it also had a very good pandemic-level opening. Um, it seemed like everything was slipping and nothing was going to be a high number again. Like, you know, things have been in the 20s or the teens, right. and it's like, eh. But this hit, uh, this hit 90, so that was very good. That's amazing. Um, yes. Uh, the bad news is, um, this is the first, everyone's been talking about how this is like a little bit of a test to see how only in theaters, uh, performs, you know, as versus doing it, not doing on Disney plus. Right. And, uh, I've been a big proponent for that. You know, I want it to be, I want the only theater experience to come back, but it did not, um, make as much in its three day weekend as Black Widow did, which also was on Disney Plus Premier Access. Of course, there's so many other variables like, you know, Delta variant, Black Widow being a more established character, um, like the first Marvel movie to return. But then, like, there's also variables like, oh, Shang-Chi, I think, has better word of mouth than Black Widow does, you know? So, Agreed. Um, yeah, but it made $75 million in three-day. Black Widow made $80 million in its three-day. But remember, Black Widow made an additional $60 million on Disney+. Plus. And uh, right. Shang-Chi has got, so got none of that. So <laughs> making it theater only didn't add any more money on top of what Black Widow made. That's unfortunate. I wish it yeah. had. And like I said, there's other things to factor in, you know. Um, but it's not like the slam dunk that some people are saying it is, you know. It's making way more than everyone projected it would. They were like, oh... 40 to 50, something like that. They were like really low projections based on how the industry has been doing lately, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like a, it's a big win in that it like way exceeded what everyone thought it was going to, you know? Now I wonder, when you, yeah, go ahead. But when you pull out and look at the big picture, it's still uh, a little bleak because I think it should have been, it should have made more money than Black Widow, in my opinion, being only in theaters and being a better movie. You um, would think so. the general audience. But, but the question is then, would how much would it have made more or the same if it was open on Disney plus as well? You know, if like how many people that would have bought it on Disney plus went to the theater or did those people just not go? Right. You know, I think, I think this proves a little bit that I don't think there would have been, you know, 60 million less, you know, like I don't think it would have been a, 30 million opening weekend like that low and then a 60 million Disney plus to, to bring sure. it to 90. So I think, I think Disney would have made more money if they had put it on Disney plus at the same time. But yeah, probably there's a big asterisk because black widow, since it was on Disney plus, it killed repeat viewings. You know, no one's going back to the theater to watch black widow a second time when they can watch it at home for the second right. time. But they can't do that with Shang-Chi. So maybe it'll have a really good second week hold, which Black Widow had like a terrible one. You know, everyone went the first weekend and that was it, you know? Yeah. So there's still time for it to pull ahead of Black Widow. What if, so I think it might, because I think people want to see it again. And I think it has really good word of mouth. So I, I think next weekend, I think, I think it's going to have a good hold for next weekend. But we'll see. Um, but obviously did it, you know, opened a new pandemic floodgate and that movies are now moving up. Or at least one is. Venom Let There Be Carnage. It was originally coming out September 24th. And then it got pushed back to October 
14th because they weren't quite ready because of the Delta variant. And then now it's moved back up to October 1st. So not quite to its original, I say original date. It's probably right. its, ninth, its ninth date, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, one of its more recent dates. So now it's moving up a few weeks to October 1st. Um, so th- this came up in the store today um, about Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Are they going to do the, what are we, some kind of Suicide Squad gimmick in this? Are they going to say, oh my God, he's in the street causing carnage? They literally say <laughs> in the trailer, Michael. Do they? Yes. Yeah, but oh, He no. says carnage. Woody Harrelson says something about carnage in the trailer. Okay, well, there we go. Never mind. How could you not I the trailer's so, on the, that on the that trailer's so camp- trailer. It's so campy. Like, I, uh, you know, what what is the dialogue, dude? I don't know. Exactly. Um, but I don't know. Okay. I mean, whatever. Sure. It comes out a week week before Lamb, which is the only movie that matters in October anyway. Lamb? It's true. Uh, actually, uh, I don't know. Halloween comes out in October, I think so. I am so excited for Lamb. I Someone asked me, I don't, Ryan and I were talking about, I'll ask y'all, who would you want? Like, I know do you, y'all don't play Dead by Daylight, right? Not I have, really. yes. I have, yeah. Who would you want to be added to that? Who isn't like what property that is already in well, it? Well, they just put out Pinhead. Um, yeah, which I'm excited can- about. There's Candy a lot Man. of people Candy in Candyman would be cool. Though. Candyman Candy would, be good. would be cool. I want the Pale Man from Pan's Labyrinth. Ooh, that'd be cool. I think he could be really a good, you know, the the this guy or whatever. You know, Not, no, see, know. I said I said the lamb. He's, he's, he talks to you. You hate that movie? Stupid. Yeah, that movie's stupid. Dog. Wow. People hype that movie up for no reason. That's a hot take. Or Chucky, that'd be cool. Chucky makes a lot of sense. Is Chucky not in that in that game? Is he not? No, I thought it was. I thought he but was too. Based on, I don't know. I'm gonna wait for the movie to come out, but I think they should add the lamb to it. I think that'd be a good wild, wild. What with his little rain boots? He's so cute. <laughs> Ron, just for for uh, reference, uh, Pan's Labyrinth has a 95 on Rotten Tomatoes. I understand. I mean, we talked about it. We talked about it. We did a Del Toro podcast. episode years ago. Yeah, and like that. I, I don't. What I'm about, not getting into it. I'm sorry. What about Babyface oh. from Happy Death Day? <laughs> or or Vince yeah, Vince Vaughn from uh, Vince Vaughn Freaky. From, uh, Freaky. I, I'm 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 blanking on slashers. I I would like to have like um. I put you on the Cap- spot. How about Captain Spaulding from Devil's Rejects and House of a Thousand Corpses? Sure. Yeah. I don't know if y'all okay. seen those. Uh, that'd be good. Um, Jennifer from Jennifer's Body. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I want I'm something good. really out of left field. That's not like a like Candyman. I feel like is expected. All right, you know? all right. Here it is. This is really high concept. It's uh, so we're gonna. It's gonna be. It follows. Okay. <laughs> so it's just your avatar. Your Xbox avatar is the it, like. Oh wow! I don't know how else you. Do you yeah. Do you, like, recruit other villains. Yeah. Or? Whenever you kill somebody, you look like them. Dang. Okay. I guess maybe. I you don't have know. To, to, you have to have a woohoo. Uh, you yeah, know, capability in the game. How about we'll the see. Fortnite banana? Cool. There, there you go. <laughs> it just that really a, a true horror. <laughs> it just really breaks the uh, the horror of the game. Um, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> we'll moving on. Keep, uh, give, me, give me your real answers, and then we'll 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 revisit. Captain Spaulding would be my real Candy, answer. Candyman would be a good one for sure. Yeah, Candyman. Okay. Um, Candyman. Candyman. That's two. Okay. Uh, speaking of movies moving, uh, not everything's moving up, so it's moving back. 
Top Gun Maverick has um, pleaded its 2021 release date to I'm Memorial Day. Maddie, baby boy, bro, he was he was beside himself. Oh, that sucks. Um, he, well, okay, so on the plus side, though, he is going on a trip to Star Wars Celebration, and it falls on this new date, so he can go see Star Wars Celebration in person and, and go see Top Gun and just have like the mat so the maddest time. time in yeah. the world. Yeah. So you know, is he seeing the NASCAR race that week? Like oh man, to... that's it. Then he just <laughs> that, then he just dies that week. That's it. He's achieved it all. No weekend will get better. Okay, um, so it was going to come out in November. Now it's coming out in May 2022. Um, and that's that is Top Gun Maverick. But the another Tom Cruise movie, Mission Impossible Seven, moved from. Uh, I forgot that was a thing. From its Memorial Day date, which was the previous one, the May 27th, 2022, to September 30th, 2022. Oof. So they shifted. He shifted his own movies. Um, I'm excited about more. Uh, not more. Uh, Mission Impossible Seven, not uh, Top Gun. But so it's a little That's bit of a bummer. Right. But um, do you what? think it will keep getting pushed? Because it sounds like they don't want these movies to come out unless you know everything's back to normal. Through right. Yeah, just hold them. Hold them till it's normal. I mean, uh, why not? Wild. I, that's wild. I, I'm, it's interesting that these movies are still holding out hope, you know? I would like to, rather than all these flops that we've been getting, you know? Like, nothing's making money right now. Shang-Chi's right. not going to make a lot of money. It will always be ranked among the lowest-earning Marvel movies, which is unfortunate. I'd rather just have another movie theater shutdown where nothing's coming out. I'm fine with that. You know, yeah, no, it's just it's just interesting that these are the two that's, that's doing it. Like no other movies are like, cool, screw it, we're just gonna twenty twenty three. We'll wait. You I know? think they will, but we'll see. You never know. We'll see. Um, but I get it. The theaters need to make money. They can't just pay their rent forever. You know, yeah. without any income. Um, shout, shout out to the Regal that I went to, where I was the only person in the RPX watching Candyman. Lady with is my subscription. One uh, Regal Santicos won Best Theater in Houston. Did it really? It's it's yeah, nice. Like, what about Alamo Draft House and Star Cinema and so, Ipic and the and the new Regal Bender's Landing? Like, there's so many. The Regal Santicos. It's weird because it it was like really high end ten years ago it, when it, it used to be. Yeah, when, when it, it came just, out or whatever. Yeah. When it was brand new, Ron. You did you ever go there when it was like yeah, it hopping? Wasn't, yeah, it wasn't Regal. It was um, Santicos. Yeah, it was Santicos. Yeah, and it, it was, was great. It was Dude, amazing. When yeah. the bowling alley was like hopping and yeah, the bowling alley, yeah, all the arcade was now, good. I, they heard, had, I hear now it's just like whatever. It's just like a normal movie theater. At this it point. is, but you know, I would also like everyone to know that these awards are paid for. Well, of course. Um. Yeah, we Bedrock did not win best comic store in Houston this year. <gasps> I know. Can you believe? Last, last someone time. else did, but I was. The the audience know that I was offered the option of buying a trophy and a framed thing saying first place Houston's best comic book store, which we said no to. Yeah. And then we did not win. Um, wow. So there you go. <laughs> and you ad go. an ad placement in the papers and stuff saying you're the number one, you know. Wow. And this was months ago. So, so interesting. Do with, do with that what you will. Sounds like it's paid. Moving on, uh, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom is still a movie, and we got still, a. I hope it stays lost. We wow! Got, oh, dang, <laughs> we got a first look at Aquaman's new costume, which I think 
looks like trash. Uh, I loved is this the, the gold, gold and one green or the black costume. This is, you know, like the bluish, yeah, the blackish, the, yeah, the sea green one. one. Um, I liked the gold and green. I thought it was, it didn't need to be improved. But now it's this black, right. like X Men looking costume. I don't know about that cod piece either. That's a little much. <laughs> Which one are you looking at? The green one. Yeah, the, the green golden one. Green? The golden green. No, that's green. the old one. That's the old I know, one. but I, yeah, but looking at that. Oh, 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 no, oh no. What? What is he going to space? Is he X Men Two? Like, look at the abs. It's so fake. He does not have those so abs. fake, dog. This looks. Ugh. This looks really bad. I. I mean, I'm sure. Like, okay, we we judge set photos all the time, but this is like released, right? Yeah, they like, put this out for us to marvel at. Uh, to, to DC at. Um, oh. Got me. <laughs> Got him. Um, no, this sucks, dude. This ain't it. As they I hope say. it's just like a one scene stealth. I don't know. We gotta go Kinda. stealthy, dude. You tell me he's not uh, Dylan. You know he's getting his actual upgrade in this movie. What do you mean? Come on. Like this is gonna be his suit. Oh no, don't say that. Come on. I want the first the other one. We only got like one scene with it. Come with on. the others other suit they're gonna make a joke about the orange and the green suit because it's bad or whatever it's corny or whatever he'll get a new suit i will say his head doesn't match the orange and green suit right i agree it's a camp costume and then like call drogo mm-hmm. head it doesn't it doesn't <laughs> yeah exactly so um, jason momoa is in the same boat as batista right like who thinks he's like a good actor and like Sure. See, I don't. He's a better actor than Batista. Is he? he yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Hey, Batista he was is. great in Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I don't played a robot. He's. I don't know if he's actually a good actor or not. I don't think he, he hasn't not. done anything. He hasn't actually done anything. He he's been degrees of himself, right? Like, yeah, define yeah, I actor. It, I think he's about the same as yeah, John Cena know. at this yeah, point. John Cena's better. I agree. I agree. I think there was a time you can see him. When with all these actors, these big movie stars, like you didn't need to really act. Like the big, the big movie stars, like the Tom Cruises, were just themselves every time, you know. Right. Sure. And I think that's what Jason Momoa is like—a little bit old school, like action star. Doesn't like can has charisma and can read his lines, but isn't really like. He's playing Jason new, Momoa a trans- every time. A transformative uh, persona. You know? He's not John Malkovich. Exactly. Just disappearing into the role. There's nothing wrong with that. That's just what he is, I feel like. Right. Um, Fair enough. Moving on. This one's debunked. Uh, the Dune. Okay, so Dune, it premiered at, um, oh my gosh. I'm, Sundance. Yeah, no. Con? Drawing a blank. Was it Sundance? Con. Whatever. Yeah, sure. It it debuted at a film festival in Italy, I think. Um, and Michael's going to tell me. And this. Venice, there we go. Italy, Ven- I should have said that. Venice Film Festival. <laughs> My bad. Um, also, the red carpet looks were incredible. Um, no kidding. Everyone, everyone in this movie is so beautiful. It, it's painful. Um, but this was Dune Part 1, which is what people are calling it now. Because it's been confirmed that it is definitely um, half of the book, basically. Uh, I don't know if y'all have read any of the reviews yet. It has an 86 on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Which is low um, for Denis. I know. Well, no. No, not really. Uh, I don't think Blade Runner was that high. Um, 
But hear me out. I'm hearing you. Rotten Tomatoes is a thumbs up, thumbs down. You know what I mean? Right. And that's how you get the percentage. If you are 100%, then that means you've, like, managed, you have not taken any big risks and you've managed to please everyone, you know? Blade Runner is 88. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, if everyone gives it a thumbs up, it's it's as safe as it can be and you didn't make anyone mad enough to give it a thumbs down. Paddington 2. Being the exception and being actually perfect. Yeah, but I don't know. I think some of the best movies have scores along these lines because it's not everyone's cup of tea. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, okay, all the negative reviews have been saying that it feels a little anticlimactic and it feels like things weren't wrapped up, which... If you're only doing half the book, yeah. Right. So, like, I think anyone who's going into this should approach it like a Lord of the Rings uh situation you know i agree um i normally hold that against movies when it's not like explicitly stated it bothers me when like they rely too much on a sequel but the fact that this is being billed as like part one and part two i'm fine with it you know um which is what lord of the rings did you know right so i don't know that's what the negative reviews say if you look them up um but Denis said that he is ready to shoot part two in 2022. All he's waiting on is Warner Brothers to greenlight it. And I'm very nervous. I love yeah, the thought bad. of a two-parter, you know? Um, but, and I agree that Dune couldn't have been told in one Definitely sitting. not. Um, but, like, it's very risky to potentially only have a a single movie, you know? Because then it's not going to have, like, good rewatchability, I feel like. Um, so real quick for Denise, uh English language movies, uh, Prisoners is his lowest with 81 and Sicario's 92, Arrival's 94, uh, Blade Runner's 88, and this is currently 86. I'm going to go back and watch Arrival again. Jesus. It's fantastic. It's so good. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm kidding. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hyped. Um, Whatever. We're going to see this movie and I'm ready to go. See, this is one of the things where I'm like, why not push this movie back? To make it I really get wish the they most would. money it could possibly get, you know? Because people love Dune. take into account everything with this movie. From, when, from what I'm hearing from people that read this book, like, people love Dune. So, so like, and, and also, to, to, to Ron's point, I think they could probably just film the next one. That's what and, I'm saying. Yeah, like, and then release them. They should a have filmed them apart. together. They should have. Well, sure. But that would have been very expensive, I imagine. But then, like, they filmed. They were filming before COVID started, right? And then they had to like finish stuff months into COVID, I assume. So I, I don't I, remember. Maybe maybe they were gonna shoot it back to back and then they couldn't shoot it back to back. Mm. I don't know. But either way, we'll be there whenever the movie comes out. Have you been seeing a lot of Dune on TikTok, Ron? No. I've been I guess I'm on Dune Talk. But there's also like a bunch of like Gen Z trying to read the book, and we're and like, I don't understand what this is about, you no, know, because they're like really into Timothy Chalamet and, and Zendaya. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. I I was at a half price books in Austin a couple of months ago, and there was that exact same thing. It was a Gen Zer buying a copy, asking for Dune, and ex- trying to explain to the guy behind the counter what Dune was at half price <laughs> books. This fifty year old man who obviously knows what Dune is. 
And then he starts talking to her about Dune. He starts going on about, you know, the franchise and Frank Herbert. And she goes, oh, well, there's a movie coming out with Timothy Chalamet. And I'm like, oh, okay. I think it's working. The marketing. To be fair. I think it's working. He looked gorgeous. (laughs) He did. They both do. They do. It's crazy. Yeah. Tom Holland should be scared. Tom Holland can also look gorgeous, but he got frogs in his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, he does. (laughs) Timothy uh, Chalamet does not have a frog in his mouth. Timothy. Timothy. Okay. What, what else you got? Sorry. Wheel of Time. Another old old ad book. Um, I, I don't know anything about it. When I saw the trailer, I was like, this looks like a book. Yep. I don't like it. It's a very old fantasy series. Yep. Michael, have you read it? Do you know anything um, about it? I'm looking um, at you. Um, no, actually. I have not read it. I just downloaded it. Um, I apparently own it. I went to go buy it on Audible, but I own it. So, um, okay. <laughs> it's intimidating because it's, you know, 14 books and the first one is 29 hours and they're all kind of like that. So they're 14? all like, yeah, the 14 That's books. I mean, Not I read, chance. I've read, I mean, I read the Legend of Drist series and there's 34 of those, but the longest book in that series is nine hours. You know what I'm saying? Like Crazy. Crazy. I spread that out over a couple of years. Crazy. Um, they're not so long, you, um, but so you yeah, watched so, the trailer for it. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Did y'all start in the middle? No. So my trailer started at like a minute and thirty seconds. That's weird. And I didn't want to go back. Just roll I was with like, it. Hey, I don't want to. St- I don't want to. Did start you watch part of it? At I some watched point before. No, I couldn't have. I mean, it was my first time seeing the trailer. So I clicked it. It started at like one thirteen, and I was like, "All right, cool." I watched. I watched it from one thirteen to the end, and I was like, "No, I don't want to even watch it from the beginning. I'm just bored. Just bored huh. me." I thought it looked. I, th- I thought it looked good. I mean, it's. Bored. I thought it looked fun. I thought it looked. I, I I have no connection to it because I've never read Wheel of Time. Um, this is one of those um, the most famous series uh, because Robert Jordan passed away before finishing the final book or two, um, and then his son and someone else uh, wrote the last couple. With he wrote the last chapter before he died of the final book before he died, and then. They they filled in the blanks around mm-hmm. that. So, um, yeah, I know Leanne is a big fan of this series uh, from the Sugarland location. I think Mike mm-hmm. um, likes that. I, I, it's it's one of the most popular. It's like Dune. It's like Wheel of Time, Lord of the Rings, Dune. Um, those are sort of like the most the perennially popular fantasy series. So I'm gonna get, at least read the first one. I have a I have a small road trip uh, on Sunday. Where I'm gonna be driving by myself for a number of hours, so I'm gonna I'm give it a shot. For your review. Well, I'm not gonna finish it. It's 29 hours. I can't do that in one day. Uh, even Please, even that's at two like a, That's like a trip to work for you. Come on, you right? Know, <laughs> 16x um, speed. I I listen to 2x. Okay. Um, 2.5. I have to finish the book I'm on right now, though. When I'm reading Altered Carbon, and there's three hours left in that. Altered Carbon. I didn't know they had a book. It did. Um, it's I got I got problems with it. It's the book's fine, but Is it uh, as bad as the show. Um, no, the, wow. well, I don't know. I never saw the show. Um, but the show's all right. I wanted to read a cyberpunk novel, and that's all a very right. that's a very highly reviewed one. And then I get halfway through the thing, and I find out that Richard K. Morgan, the guy that write it writes it, is a turf. Uh, oh no! And like aggressively a turf, you know, defending J.K. Rowling pretty heavily and banning people who use the slur of turf against him. You know. <laughs> Like one of those, I'm like, oh man. Well, it's like, well, I paid for this, so I'm gonna read it. But 
I'm not going to buy any more. Anyway, anyway, we'll watch the show when it comes out. I like Rosamund Pike, so I will, I'll, watch I'll watch it too. It. I'll watch it for her. That's all I got. Ron, what you got? Uh, we'll start with, uh, I think my favorite news of the week. Uh, we got teases for The Matrix. Uh, yes, we did. Four. Uh, so if you go to the website, uh, the com, uh, you can choose between <laughs> the blue pill and the red pill. Um, if you choose either one, you will get a different teaser, uh, and it tells you the time. It like changes time, the current every time. time. Whenever the current you time you, you click it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's super neat. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it was what, a cool what gimmick. Y'all what y'all think about the? I, the I thought it was cool. Yeah, I, I, clicked, I, I clicked Thursday. I clicked both pills. I clicked both pills. Same. Um, I'm into it. Uh, I, I this made me more excited. excited. I don't. I didn't realize that I wanted to see this because I don't. I don't like the second two. Yeah, rewatch. Matt back, Matt back, was telling me the same thing today. He goes, "Watch him again." Was this? When, he's like, "When's the last time you watched him?" I was like, "Probably on that. DVD." They're fantastic. I I think that, that's what he said. I don't think Matt's I don't like, think they're as good as the first one. Obviously, of course not. However, I think they do some interesting things. And in, in that's exactly what Matt said. Matt's like, uh, Matt's like, look, they're not going to live up to the first one, but they're not nearly as bad as people say they are. There's good movies no, in there. Agreed. Yeah, they're good movies for sure. So yeah, I'm, excited. I'm excited, man. I'm so excited. Thursday too. we're getting a trailer. I'm sure we'll talk about it next week. Yes, definitely. I didn't think I wanted to see this movie, but now, now I, I do. do. For some reason, I know. I don't, I, know why. I don't know how that happened. I didn't. I if you told me before this, do I care? No, not at all. Yeah, I was. I was the most excited. Well, know. yeah, you love the Matrix. I know that already, though. You know, like I like the cast a lot. I like Jessica Henwick and John. Yeah, there's Rob a lot of people I didn't know was in this movie. Um, I guess they didn't really announce casting for this movie either until I guess today. Do we know when it's coming it's, out? Uh, December or something. But it's part of that HBO Max 2021 slate thing. That is true. Oh yeah, so, yeah. So we can watch it at home. Oh, this seems like a theater a movie. So I'm watching this. So you can boy. say it's not part of that. Probably yeah. They'll re- release it next year. Um, it's not a holiday movie anyway. True. It says you. Uh, yeah, Neo's really. gonna get a Santa hat and save Christmas. You might be right. So, Michael, uh, what's up? Maybe some good news for you. Um, Sophie Campbell uh, is also on uh, Substack. I saw that actually. Yeah, she's. Uh, I love Sophie Campbell. Yeah, yeah she's great. Um, she's doing a, a creator own book called Shadow Eyes for Good. It's a uh, one of her older uh creator on comics she's gonna be releasing stuff on there so that's cool i've read that a lot of people a lot one. of people getting on, on substack that's interesting i know uh, jeff lemire's on there now it, it's crazy it's wild i know um i, I like sophie campbell's art a lot so i'll yeah, have to check that out yeah, yeah there's no books out yet for substack that i know of i know um a lot of hype salad salad and Ahmed. no 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 tinian tinian's book uh the blue book is coming out pretty soon i think next month this month next month but yeah, I will I will give y'all a review on that uh, when it comes out. Okay. But Marvel uh, last week, this week on the thirtieth, uh, they released a timeline uh, for some of their upcoming uh, comics uh, events and stuff. So I'm gonna run through this timeline with y'all real quick. Um, Devil's Reign by Chip Zdarsky and uh, Marco Cicchetto. Uh It's you know the the their double team. They're, they're doing some stuff and some things. It's going to be cool. looks so cool. it's coming out. It it's does coming out in this December. Uh, Avengers Forever, Jason Aaron and Aaron Cooter. Uh, this is coming out in December as well. 
this one is going to be uh, focused on Kane the Conqueror. So this one's cool. No, I lied. This one is uh, Tony Stark stuff. The next one is Kane the Conqueror stuff, which is called Timeless. Uh, this is also coming out in December. Uh, it's a, a team of people. Uh, Jed McKay, Kev Walker, Joe Bennett, and Mark Bagley. They will be doing stuff with uh, Kang the Conqueror. This is the only one stuff. on the timeline in this graphic. What does it mean? Yeah, oh, that others. is interesting. Uh, well, because it's timeless, Dylan. It's time. Yeah, right. it's timeless. You're right. My bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the next one. Uh, so they're doing a House and Powers uh thing with Wolverine uh called X Lives of Wolverine and then X Deaths. Of Is it not ten? I assume it's ten lives of Wolverine and ten deaths of Wolverine. Yeah, it's gotta be whatever. They're not gonna tell me which way. So I'm gonna say X. And I'm gonna say deaths. Uh, X. Deaths. It's the same book. Oh, yeah. It's one book. But it's one book. Uh, I'm sure it's gonna be some amount of issues. But yeah, it's uh, <laughs> Benjamin Percy and Joshua Kassara, uh, the Wolverine team that is on now. Yeah, it's, it's rare that out. we it's rare that we get announcements like this this far in advance. This, this happens every once in a while. I know. Every once in a while they do this big slate of stuff, but it's, it doesn't come often for sure. This feels very um, Kevin Feige MCU. It sure does. Most definitely. Most definitely. Uh, but this is coming out in January, so get, uh, get excited for that. She-Hulk coming Ooh. back with a, with a solo uh, by Rainbow Roel and uh, Roge Antonio. So that's cool. Uh, Roel is fantastic. Jane. She does a lot of good um Yeah, she did uh, books. Runaways. Yeah, books. Yeah, too, the yeah. novels that I like. Runaways um, is pretty It's good. almost like She-Hulk has a show coming out. <laughs> yeah, right. Almost like they're planning for the, sh- for the show. Uh, and then Fantastic Four Reckoning War. Uh, Dan Slott and Carlos uh, Pacheco. Uh, this book's coming out in January as well. I does this logo look very inhumans to you? It sure does. It does. It definitely does. What's uh, up with that? I don't think there's inhumans tied to this, but it is a fantastic four book for sure. Mm. It says it's 15 years in the making, so we'll see mm. what they do with that. What they mean by it's that? It's coming out in January as well. Uh, and then Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaurs coming yes. back, which is super cool. Uh, the team is top secret for some reason. Okay, uh, but they, they definitely have. They don't know. I mean, it looks like they have names on the logo. I mean, it's on true. the on like the you know the art under board. the top secret thing. Yeah, yeah, but it's coming out in February, so get excited for that. Uh, maybe Almost like she has a show coming out. Has too. a show coming out? Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but other than that, that's exciting. That it's nice to get. Reason. It's nice to get comic news. You know, it is. It all is of our comic news is almost always like to the minute. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's coming out next month. Cool. Yay. Right. Yeah, exactly. Nice, uh, it's dope. I actually uh, I got the red read uh, Rick Remender's new book. He, uh, they uh, sent out a preview for his first three issues. Uh, I think it's called the Righteous Ven- the Vengeance the Right of Vengeance. I forget the name of it, but it's fantastic. So look forward to that. It's coming out next month. So, yeah. Excellent. Um, so I'm going to get into it real quick. I don't. Um, I have a few stories here, but I'm going to get through them pretty quick. Um, so. Big wrestling news um, on the WWE side. Uh, you might know that they have a third brand. There's Raw SmackDown and the third one being NXT, which has always been like their sort of indie style or imitation independent wrestling. You know, uh, where it's where you're going to get the more interesting stuff, you know. Um, well, Vince McMahon is reportedly not very happy with the way NXT has been run. So he's taking it over and is going to be booking it starting next week. So Vince McMahon is now Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard specifically are in charge of NXT now. So uh, go ahead and stop your DVRs. Uh, it's it's welcome to Raw too, because <laughs> um, Raw is terrible. 
and also so is SmackDown. So welcome to <laughs> crappy NXT. Right. Um, but NXT has been bad for a little bit, but like apparently it's about to get a lot worse. Uh, and if you don't know, Vince McMahon just doesn't know anything about what modern modern wrestling fans like anymore. So there's that. Um, so my last piece of pure wrestling news is AEW's All Out was this past Sunday. They do four pay-per-views a year rather than the monthly ones that WWE does. And the the rumors are true. Two big groups, well, three actually big uh, appearances showed up. They signed Adam Cole from uh, WWE. And Adam Cole, this is not a surprise at all because he was a friend of the guys from All Elite Wrestling, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega. They were on the they started their YouTube channel together. And then he went to WWE. Uh, so it's just a matter of time. But the big reveal was at the end. So they did a whole thing at the end. Kenny Omega wins his match, and he's saying, "Oh, nobody in this company can beat me. Uh, anyone that's better than me is either dead, retired, or not living in this country anymore." Or yeah, or dead. And then Adam Cole comes back, and then he's like, "Ah, just kidding. We're homies." And then they they they, they uh, you know sort of swerve the audience with the big reveal. And then Kenny Omega goes to sign off the pay-per-view as he does. And then Ride of the Valkyrie starts playing and Brian Danielson, formerly known as Daniel Bryan, comes out. And that's that's huge. Mega. That's like CM Punk. That's big time. Big time. He's not wrestling. There was a reason, right? (laughs) Daniel Bryan, he stopped wrestling. Well, okay. Daniel Bryan headlined, headlined WrestleMania this year. But oh, he's, okay. he stopped because he had a concussion problem, I think. Okay, that's what I um, thought. But, okay, for, yeah, but that yeah, was yeah. for like a year or two. I, someone, someone will correct me. It's not concussions, but it's something like that. Something very serious. That's uh, what I thought. Might have been like a neck I problem. I thought he was done. I thought he retired. He did I retire. He did retire. Okay. okay. He did retire. And then came back, I think, last year or the year before, maybe 2019, mm-hmm. came back. Um, and as as you get with a lot of these very – He is one of the creative types, one of the very talented, you know, takes his character very seriously and takes the art of wrestling very seriously, as opposed to just being a body guy who gets huge and wants to look good on TV. Sure. Um, So and that those guys usually get stifled over WWE. And so here he is. And so, I mean, at this point, I I don't know who else that they would want that WWE has. Um, Kevin Owens. That's Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, uh, any any of the guys from the old PWG area. But either way, this was huge. This was like, did this cross your Twitter stuff at all, Ron? No, yeah. I, this is my first time reading about yeah. it. Yeah, Dana Bryan, uh, wild. Um, so very exciting if you're a wrestling fan. Definitely tune in this Wednesday because I'm sure we'll see more uh, Brian Danielson, which is his real name. Um, <laughs> and the name he used on the indies. Um, and the other, my favorite actually was Minoru Suzuki from New Japan showed up. He's not contra- contracted or anything. He just showed up to do a thing. And I think that's great. Um, now, moving into my horror segment, I have a horror slash wrestling news. Um, WWE and Netflix is going to be bringing you an interactive WWE horror movie called Escape the Undertaker. And the the plot stars the, the Undertaker alongside all three members of the New Day, Big E, Xavier Woods, and Kofi Kingston. I love it, dude. I know. I love it. In Escape from the Undertaker, 
Um, so it's like one of those Bandersnatch type deals. Um, and the plot is the Undertaker has set a trap for the decorated tag team, the New Day at his mansion. What they don't know, the Undertaker's mansion is an extreme haunted house packed to the brim with supernatural challenges. It's up to the viewers to decide the fate of these pop of these poor souls trying to survive the wrath of the Undertaker. I love this, dude. That's I that's this is exactly what the New Day should be doing. This is great. Exactly. Yeah. And actually, fantastic. this is who AEW needs. They need to. They, they they're good on singles wrestlers. They got so many really good singles wrestlers. Bring in the new day. Just give for sure. Just that's get, let them do something good. Um. So that's coming sometime soon to uh, the old Netflix. Um. Then, uh, Halloween Kills, um, is going to debut at the Venice Film Festival tomorrow. Our first reactions are expected tomorrow out of the Venice Film Festival. So uh, next week we will have uh, initial reactions for Halloween Kills, which I'm expecting to be, uh, you know, amazing and fabulous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, terrible, horrible. It's a weird movie to premiere there. We'll see. It it is, but a lot of movies I've been seeing that a lot. Like, uh, what was that? Like that weird like horror female car movie, Titan. Oh like, right. The, like that debuted there, like that doesn't seem like a, a You'll film. Think? That was well, actually, that was at Con. That's yeah, but that seems like weird, you know. It does it's just like generic. And maybe yeah. it's not. Who knows? I don't know. But either way, I'm excited to find out what people like about it. But I, they have to have some confidence if they're doing it at the the Venice Film Festival. For sure. Um, horror video game crossover uh, or horror video game news. Alan Wake, one of my most favorite. Um, games from the xbox 360 generation is getting a remaster for this fall it was rumored a couple of days ago and got fully confirmed an hour ago um so i have you guys ever played these games i have not uh do you know what they're like it's like it's a it's a survival horror survival yeah but but the gimmick is light so um the, the creatures that you're that you're fighting um so first of all you're playing an author who has amnesia and doesn't remember uh, a certain amount of time and you're going to this town and you're finding pages of a book you wrote mm-hmm. but you don't remember writing it and you keep finding these pages and the 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 critters that you're fighting uh you know are, are scared of the light that's the only thing that you can do and so you'll have to run from like light poles to light poles to try to not get killed in the darknesses darkness areas it's really really fun a very i'm looking very forward much forward to the uh yeah i tried to 4k play. upgrade I tried to play it way after it came out, and I I couldn't get down with the controls, unfortunately. Yeah, the controls were so hard. I was, so I, I I left that alone. But it's this cooler to remake yeah. it for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. it. I'm sure it'll be on Game Pass too. So it, um, it. I'm sure it will be. Um, and for the first time ever, it will be on PlayStation. So um, it's Ooh. gonna be it's gonna be on PC, Xbox, play. and PlayStation. Yes, you should. It's very very good. Um. David Bruckner's The Night House uh, is going to be on home video very soon. Um, we reviewed this a couple of weeks back. Um, it's going to be hitting streaming on October 5th and physical October 19th. Um, on this one, I would recommend going with the streaming because the Blu-ray release kind of sucks. It is just a movie on a disc, not a lot of stuff on it. Um, so I think you'd better spend your money uh, getting getting the streaming copy. But I think this is. I think we all gave this a, a thumbs up, right? The uh, the Nighthouse. I loved it. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I actually, I don't know, Deron, did you see? It? I don't think I saw it. No, no you didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we loved this. So I watch it though. Yeah, it comes out October fifth, very soon. Um, 
Okay, remember the movie Antlers, the Guillermo del Toro produced uh, horror movie? Is that I, out? Yeah, when's that coming out? I thought it came out already, and I just missed it. <laughs> but but the apparently but the, yeah the the article title is remember Antlers? It's still coming out uh, this Halloween, and we've got some new images. So there's some new still frames, whatever. Um, with you know, wish Matt Damon in it, and then some other people. Um, hey, hey man, uh, just Jesse Pel- Plemons looks like Matt Damon bought off a wish really? in this movie. I guess to me in in this still frame, it he totally does. Uh, Terry Russell's any, great though. Yeah, no, no, I'm very excited for this movie. Um, directed by Scott Cooper, produced by Del Toro. Um. It is set for a February. I'm sorry. It was initially set for 20 April 2020, and then you know, um, the global panini, and then um, it moved to February of this year, and then that didn't happen. And now it's October 29th, and okay. it's going to be um, streaming. Awards contender is what I'm reading. Oh, uh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Lost um, looks looks like streaming, um, but they don't have full confirmation yet. Um, that it looks like so that to me that looks like it's going to get pushed if I'm going to be honest, but it's it it is still set for its October 29th release date. Oh, never mind. It's supposed to be dual dual release. So there we go. Um, so it's not one of those fake movies. Yes. Do you guys hear um, about that? No. No. Patty Jenkins said like all these movies that are releasing on streaming during the pandemic are all fake movies. They all look like fake movies, and no one like really knows what she means by that. Okay. And also, Wonder Woman released dual on streaming. Indeed. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but shut up. Um, it was bad. <laughs> um, last week, I think as we were as we were recording, there was a new trailer for Malignant that came out. So we're going to talk about it this week because it comes out this week or next week. Um, A last minute trailer. Last minute trailer. Um, and this one actually has some sort of uh, James Wan <laughs> vo on it, talking about making the movie, which I. I appreciate because I like James one a lot, and I think this looks good. I think Dylan said you don't think it looks good, right? I okay. I did not watch this trailer. I don't. I don't know. I don't want to see more of it. Um, Which I felt, one? I thought Malignant. the first trailer. I thought oh, the first trailer okay. showed too much. This shows so much, dude. Don't watch it. If okay, <laughs> yeah. I yeah, I'm not good. I'm not, I'm not going to watch it. it yeah, I didn't watch this video. I think the movie looks very good, and I love the poster. Um, but I just think it's weird that there still aren't reviews for it. Um, makes me nervous. I don't think it's, I don't think it's going to be good. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be critically uh, well received. Let's say that. Yeah. I'm excited Um, to see it though. I I think it looks good. I think it looks like your, your usual James Wan movie, a horror movie. Um, but I'm into it. I think I'm going to watch it and it's on streaming. So I'll probably watch it on streaming this week. It looks really um, pretty, the cinematography and the lighting. It does look pretty. Yeah. I've got two more trailers and then a wild story. So um the next one is gonna be The Guilty. It's a Jake Gyllenhaal 911 um horror thriller. Uh, it's coming to Netflix. Um so it's directed by Antoine Fuqua, who directed Training Day, and it's written by Nick Pizzolato, who wrote season one of True Detective. So, you know good stuff there and it's starring Jake and it's starring Jake Gyllenhaal. This looks really good to me. I'm excited so the film takes place. I'm reading the byline here. Uh, the film takes the play takes place over the course of a single morning in a 911 dispatch call center. 
Call operator Joe Baylor, Jake Gyllenhaal, tries to save a caller in grave danger, but he soon discovers that nothing is as it seems and facing the truth is the only way out. So it's hitting select theater September 24th, which means nowhere, and then Netflix October 1st. Um, This looks awesome. Um, It looks good. I'm into it. I think this looks really good. And what what did y'all think of the trailer? I thought it looked okay. So it didn't look like a fake movie? No. no. Also, I've seen this movie. It's yeah, called it's The a, Call, and it has Halle Berry. It's called Nightcrawler. Oh, oh I thought you meant this. Well, this movie is a remake of a of a Danish movie. Oh, called the, also called The Guilty. When did that come is, out? Uh, many years ago. Okay, uh, so The Call, I guess, Hulu. is a ripoff of that. I'm sure um, this has been done many times, but I the only one that's in my memory is that. Wasn't The Call? I think that was produced by WWE. <laughs> No yes, yes. I, I, I think that was like because they That's were doing a bunch of random to make up. So I believe I, you. Yeah, because like that was they were doing. They were producing a bunch of horror movies starring wrestlers, and then they tried to get out of or tried to get into producing movies that didn't have wrestlers in them because those movies don't make any money. And I'm pretty this sure one had Abigail Breslin and Morris Chestnut. Really? Like, yeah, I don't the remember. premise was exactly the same as this one. I remember liking that one. I could um, be wrong, though. Production companies, TriStar Pictures, WWE Studios. Weird. There you go. All right. I knew it. Yeah, dude. They had a they have a weird history of trying to do that kind of stuff. But okay. yeah, so there's that. <laughs> um so uh look forward to that coming out in Netflix, um, leading to all the horror movie and thrillers that are gonna be coming out that month. There's a bunch of new Shutter trailers that I did not uh, subject y'all to that were very okay. Um, however, there's this movie coming out of China called Crazy Tsunami um, that looks like uh, Crawl. Um, sort of like uh, Alexander Aja's Crawl from, what, a couple years ago? So, it's, uh-huh. so you know, a tsunami brings out crocodiles. Yeah, that's the plot. Um, the trailer is online and you know, that's ha- only some of it's in English, but you don't, I mean, you're watching a tsunami bringing out crocodiles. You don't need, you, you don't need to know what they're saying in the trailer. Um, but, but the, the official description is a sudden tsunami, uh, came as a shock trapping, uh, Zhang Peng and his daughter, uh, in Chinatown of Southeast Asia. The two of them, oh, whatever this is. Google translated or something. This doesn't make any sense. So it's exactly what I said. It's crawl. There's a tsunami, brings out monster crocodile, and it haunt and it's hunting them. I, I think it's trailer- by Chinatown in Southeast Asia. I was like, yeah, that's what it says. Chinatown of Southeast Asia. So okay. I don't I don't know. It sounds like someone else wrote this it. This looks stupid. Oh, I love it. It does. It does look stupid. Now, to be fair, so does fair, crawl. Crawl looked stupid. However, it wasn't. Crawl was actually pretty good. I don't know, man. I think this could be pretty good. Uh, a lot of the this is eight... the Meg meets Crawl. That I yes, this is more Meg than Crawl. <laughs> um, so it has a it has a big budget apparently. Um, the, the plot like the plot kind of <laughs> sounds like a sci-fi original movie, but I don't know. We'll we'll see uh, if we actually even it looks ever get to see this movie. Sci-fi original movie for sure. It looks it like of... uh, what's what's the. Sharknado? Oh, Sharknado. There we go. Thank you, baby. Oh, this Thank looks better you. than Sharknado. Don't do that, Michael. It does. It does. This is going to be good. Go, go. All right, viewers or listeners, whatever we have. I don't even know. Viewer. 
viewers. Uh, go go look it up. Actually, it's going to be terrible. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm going to love it. So my last news story here is uh, from Vinegar Syndrome, uh, my favorite uh, Blu-ray release label. So, you know, if you're uncom, if you're unfamiliar with this type of a thing, um, Blu-ray release labels, uh, you know, or home video releases, people will get the rights to movies and release nice editions of movies. Vinegar Syndrome is those people, uh, one of those peoples, and they uh, they have different lines. They have VSA Vinegar Syndrome Archive, VSU for ultra high def. They announced a new one called VSP Vinegar Syndrome Pictures, and that is going to be. Um, dedicated specifically to the production and distribution of carefully curated, often daring, genre-based feature films exclusively photographed on film. Okay, so new released only on film, so no digital. Um, So their first release has such an interesting story. Their second release, I will say, is going to be Sensor, which I talked about a couple weeks ago. It's going to be a 4K release of Sensor, which everybody needs to go buy because that movie is fantastic. and Vinegar Syndrome will give it the best 4K you will ever see. Um, and so so their first movie, however, is a movie called New York Ninja. Um, and the story here is really interesting. So um, Ninja, New York Ninja was shot on 35 millimeter in 1984. Um, the project, however, was abandoned and uh, during production. And so all sound materials, scripts, and story treatments are gone. So all they have is an unedited negative. So not cut together, not scenes, no sound, no dialogue, just a movie. They're just, just you know, a negative of, of the motion, moving pictures, right? So over the last two years, they have cut it together into a movie and r- recorded voiceovers. And so you have a brand new 1980s ninja movie. And it looks... Mm. Great. If you like that type of thing. If you don't, it looks like any movie you would have skipped from being on TV in the afternoon, you know, on channel 20. Right. But this is very exciting to me. This is when you just think about that level of project, you know, like the amount of work to write, they have to write the dialogue, make it fit the, you know, the scenes they have. Um, Very, very cool. Um, Go check out the trailer. It looks very cheesy in the best possible way. Did you guys happen to see this trailer? I told you you didn't have to. So Yeah, I didn't watch this one, unfortunately. Yeah, I figured you didn't. Um it sounds very interesting though. It's it I want like a train wreck. It does, but but Vinegar Syndrome has like a perfect track record. They release only like the highest quality materials. Like and like I said, they've been working on this for two years. Um and they've got a bunch of uh "Quote unquote famous people from the ninja <laughs> martial arts movie uh, genre: uh, Don the Dragon Wilson, Michael Berryman, and Cynthia Rothrock are going to be voicing characters in the movie. Um, yeah, cool. it's it's going to get a festival premiere this fall, so we'll see what happens. I'll keep you posted. Uh, but go go look up okay. go look up the New York Ninja trailer. It's it's n- ninjas in New York City. What do you want? It's if that doesn't sound appealing, then that's you're not. It's not going to. The trailer won't sway you. Do you like? Do you like Shang Chi? Yeah, you if, you, if, if you like Shang Chi, you'll love New York Ninja. No, definitely not. Nah, it's not the close, same. Though, although, although they, they do, you know, with these movies, they have real martial artists, but like doing True. goofball stuff. True. Um, but anyway, 
that's going to do it for us this week. Um, thank you all so much for downloading us. We really appreciate all the support. Bye, y'all. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time. <laughs>